check check good afternoon here in Vancouver Saturday afternoon that makes it Sunday morning for you those of you if you're in Australia or New Zealand welcome ha hope you're having an amazing weekend I had have Diana just walking in with the doggies after a nice little walk perfect timing I'm back in Vancouver um, because I wanted to go golfing well oh, you all right you okay oh she's taking her coat off okay cool I want to make sure hey Victoria I'll make sure that the sound oh you okay I want to make sure that the sound is working okay great perfect Victoria um, it's raining outside so Diana's taking uh, Lucy's jacket off and Lucy's freaking out so before I get started I want to make sure she's okay is Lucy okay you're going to leave the jacket on? Okay, great, because she's going to... Welcome. I have a very, very interesting conversation for you today because I've just been talking to a lot of people. People have been reaching out, looking for help, stuck in relationship dynamics. They've started a path of healing. The whole trigger-proof message is really about helping you heal. That's really what it is. Um, if you've never met me before, you're brand new to this group. I've been studying participating in facilitating healing for the last 20 years as a chiropractor noticing that the reason why people are coming in to see me really isn't just about uh, a mechanical back pain there's usually a deeper question that needs to be answered for people if they want to heal Yanni hello Maureen I see you as well I'm so grateful you're here this is a very very important uh, conversation <clears throat> it's about healing this is really a secretly what we want and I want you if you want to take some notes on this call is going to be really important for you to grasp this because you're going to have the tool the gift of self-awareness many are on a path of healing and it's never been more important to t discuss healing than this moment right now that we're in in the midst of a pandemic it should be something it should be something that we focus on throughout our lives and should be something that we take responsibility for but unfortunately we don't really think about healing we don't think about uh, our health and well-being our well-being until something really bad falls falls apart we have a diagnosis we have a infidelity we have a uh, a relationship breakdown some sort of a wake-up call that inspires us to go in and have the conversation all right how to what's healing and I want to I want to frame and position what healing is so that you can find yourself in this conversation and I'd love to hear your your feedback as to where you are in this conversation of healing first of all healing means guess what healing means it means to make whole healing means to make whole so if you're just think of and just take a moment and do an audit of yourself on your healing journey where are you on this healing journey of making yourself whole really that's why we're here we're on this planet for a very short time by the way I have my little uh, thing set up <laughs> what I, I'm so crazy about this is that that's not just a photo it's a lit up photo if you can see it's kind of lit up right now I don't know if the camera you can see now from this planet that we're on I'm gonna show you this is my little picture of the earth from the moon I have it lit up right now Woo! I found the uh, cable outlet that's how crazy I am about this concept I had 
this picture of the earth blown up and lit up. Why? Because I went to Cactus Club in Yale Town in downtown Vancouver. I saw this gorgeous photograph of the earth that was lit up from the inside. And I'm like, how do I get me that? So I did a bunch of research and we figured out how to get it. And uh, that's it. So I just got it lit up because I found the cable. And I'm like, whoa, it's going to look good. So there you are. I have that as a reminder. Okay, it's it's. I, th I believe that I've been put on this earth for a purpose, and it's really weird. And you might think it's crazy, but I I believe that I've been put on this earth to travel around that beautiful spaceship Earth in different parts of the world to just gently remind people that we're on a floating spaceship and we we're gonna die one day. We cannot stay. Our time here is very temporary. So our time here is to experience life. Is to um, to create and create meaning out of it and our experience of life is magical not when we acquire things but when we have depth of intimacy in relationships right and <clears throat> that can only happen if we do the work to make ourselves whole to heal from the unconscious traumas that get accumulated throughout our lives through no fault of our own and through no real fault of our parents or caregivers who are unconscious themselves and our experience on that planet becomes more juicy let's say juicy because really why we're we here I'm here on that floating spaceship and I'm gonna die one day and I probably I'm 44 years old so I give or take I have about 50 years left and if I added that up in how many days I have left that's around 18,000 something between 17 to 18 17,500 to 18,500 days that can potentially be dissociated completely like sleepwalking completely unconscious uh, devoid of love devoid of connection or if I choose to wake up and realize that I'm only on this planet for 18,000 more days and I have choice, I have a say, I have agency over how those days are going to be, then I can wake up and start asking some very powerful questions. And what, what my first job is to do is to make myself whole, to heal, to heal myself. So I wanted to do a little uh, Facebook Live today that was highly valuable to you. I want you to write down the answers here. Hey, Yvonne, what's up, uh, Alana? So I want you to write down, so six signs that I'm having a spiritual awakening and six signs that I'm actually healing, that I'm working and I'm moving towards making myself whole, okay? Because that's our responsibility. Your responsibility on this planet is to make yourself whole. Okay, and if you can do that, which is a lifelong process, by the way, I'm constantly on a healing journey. We're healing from something, from a bad meal <laughs> to an argument to a trauma that happened five years ago. Whatever it is, we're all on this path to healing, which is making ourselves whole. So I wanted to give you some some tidbits. Would that be okay? Would that be interesting? Tuning in from my backyard while doing yard work. Oh, beautiful, Samantha. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. And a little bit scary, too, which I look forward to. Okay, so check this out. <clears throat> so six signs that you're having a spiritual awakening. You're going to want to write these down because you're going to look at them again and again. So write these down. And if somebody wants notes, then please go ahead. So six, so a spiritual 
feeling, what it feels like. Okay, the first one signs that you're. I just got off a call with a couple who are just jumped in to do the work, do the work which is consciousness work to heal. All right, and this is what they're going through. This is what he's going through. It's really palpable to me, and he is. After that conversation, people ask me, where do I come up with my content? It comes after the conversations with my clients who are all on a healing journey because whatever they're going through on their healing journeys, I know for a fact that it's going to help you. Even if we're not working together, this is still going to benefit you. I have people who aren't clients of mine who've never actually worked with me privately one-on-one -on -one. just by following this content. They're like, wow, I'm noticing a lot of things. I'm... I'm far more conscious of my triggers. I'm less reactive. So I'm like, yay. Because the reason why I'm doing this is to transform families. This is all I care about. I stand for healed families. So the way we do that is by understanding what does a spiritual awakening actually feel like? Okay, the first one is it's a confusion and a questioning of is this all life is? Is this all life really is? Okay, that's sign number one. It's like confusion and questioning. Which, in case you haven't noticed, during this fucking COVID pandemic, everybody's asking that. It's like a, this is exciting. This is like a global spiritual awakening when we were realizing before February hit, all of last year, years before, we were sleepwalking spiritually unawake. And by the way, when I use spiritual, I'm not talking about religious. Spirituality doesn't have anything to do with what you believe. Rather, I'm referring to your level of conscious awareness because that's going to that's gonna be what's going to heal you. It's not a doctor. It's your conscious awareness that can heal you. So the first sign that you're having a spiritual awakening, you're awakening spiritually is this pull and says, is this life, is this all that life really is? You know, is that it? You know? So, the second one is a second sign that you're having a spiritual awakening is a feeling of disconnection from friends and family who don't get you. All of a sudden, you're looking around and going, God, it just feels like I don't, I'm not gotten. Like something's off. Like I feel disconnected. Okay, there's this feeling of disconnection. This is a sign that you're having a spiritual awakening. So it's this feeling of disconnection uh, from friends and family who don't really get you. That's normal when you're going through a spiritual awakening because you don't get you yet. So how can others really get you when you are, you're becoming aware that you don't really get you? That's number two. Number three, sign that you're having a spiritual awakening. I really want you to Hey, Elizabeth, what's up? Hey, Shamila, nice to see you too. Number three sign that you're having a spiritual awakening is, I just wrote some notes here. Number three is an awareness that you've been, you've been in a false sense, you've been in a false sense of self and you've been doing that for approval. So the third sign that you're having a spiritual awakening is that you have this, you're starting to get this awareness that you've been putting on a false sense of self for other people just to be liked. There was a story that I just heard recently about a guy who he says, I don't even drink. But when I go out, he's he's a pilot, right? He doesn't even drink, right? But when he goes out with his pilot friends, he orders a drink and just sips it a little bit, even though he doesn't like it, because he doesn't want to seem like he doesn't fit in. And And he's really starting to get upset about that. 
that is a sign that you're having a spiritual awakening. It's like, wait a second, why do I got to put on this false sense of myself just to have all these people like me or what I think that they would like me? Let me know if any of these are relevant for you. Okay, the first one is a, a sign that you're having a spiritual awakening is this confusing feeling of, is this really all my life is? It's What's happening is your soul is, is understanding that there is more there's a dream that you have there are skills that you would love to learn there's a uh, a part of you that yearns for expansion the universe is expanding so if you're not expanding and scaring yourself and expanding with it you have this spiritual part of you that's like is this all there is in other words nima you know you're destined for more why don't you step the fuck up and do it is this all life is this all there is that's my spirit or soul trying to push me to expand myself second one is a feeling of disconnection uh, you guys don't get me I don't feel gotten why because I don't get myself yet I don't know who I am my roots are not deep enough here's the other thing none of this is available to you from a counselor or a, a guide or none of this is counts is available to you from a, a psychologist a, a doctor they don't they're not trained to give you that you must find it within yourself number three an awareness that you have been you have been a false sense of self just so that you can get approval number four okay this is a sign that you're starting to have a spiritual awakening number four is a knowing that your ego which is that little voice in your head is causing a lot of suffering this gentleman who reached out to me today who just started working with us and just signed up to to go deep he's like I can't get out of my head these stories are taking over I'm constantly just battling these voices in my head and I just want it to go away so that's actually a good thing it's a sign that you're spiritually awakening there's a yearning for you to to say okay these voices are what's causing my suffering whereas before you thought oh it was that person oh it was my mother and I'm sure that your mother and you or your father and you whatever that story you have about them that's caused a fracture is because they are who they are because they were suffering from the voices in their own heads let me say that again you realize that the people around you that you played victim to were only su struggling because of the voices in their heads and you then have this now knowing that you're suffering because of the voices in your own head that's another sign you're starting to spiritually awaken let me know if this is resonating with you okay 18 days sober rebecca way to go and i believe you're coming uh you're coming soon uh, you're joining us is great haven't haven't drank in a year but my neighbors drink felt left out at times confused as to why alcohol is needed for them to have a good time exactly well yeah that's because they had to sedate themselves from the voices that are going on in their heads right and that's all of us that's we all do that you know in, in a certain way right so <clears throat> number four so we have uh, awareness that you've been in false sense of an awareness that your ego, the voice in your head, is causing your endless suffering. Number five, here's another sign that you're spiritually awakening. Number five is this. Let me know if this is resonating with you. Is a desire to disconnect and just be fucking, just be alone. Just, I can't handle this fucking bullshit small talk anymore. 
Ugh. I remember when I was going through my spiritual awakening, I had just realized all of these, this false sense of self that I've been developing just so that I can get approval. When I started to go inside and, and, and yearn for truth, yearn for like authenticity, yearn for my real self, yearn to be around others who are just not so full of fucking shit and pretending anymore. Not because they're bad people, but because they're conditioned as well to put on a face like the rest of society so that they can have approval. I just wanted to be alone. In fact, I stopped being social. I'm like, I don't want to go out and hang out with people and just be fake all the time. And I don't want to do this fucking small talk bullshit anymore. That, my friend, is a sign that you're moving towards a spiritual awakening. Okay? So I want you to embrace that. It's a good sign. Keep going is what I'm saying. A lot of my clients in my program, it's so funny. They say, in our program, they say, um, I just don't, I just can't talk bullshit anymore. So crazy when my da when 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 Diana and I were dating, I think it was a couple months ago. When was it? When you said that thing about you can't you can't leave me because if, if whoever whoever I start dating was that December when you said it? Oh, earlier than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come here. Come here. Come here. <laughs> She's really cute. She's a little shy on the camera just like me but I wanted you to see her so um, when we started dating after about what three or four months mm -hmm. what did you say what did you say you said you can't leave me because well I told him he couldn't leave me because then if I start dating someone else I'll have to send that new person to him so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she was because it's so common out there for bullshit and small talk like we're so full of it. Like, it's conditioning. You know, it's conditioned to talk about the weather. And rather than real conversation, it's really difficult. And so after a couple of months, that was probably one of the greatest compliments I, I, I received right away when your girlfriend tells you, like, you can't leave me. Why? Well, because if, 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 we, end up, if we end up breaking up, then whoever else I start dating, I'm going to have to send them to you. So that he could go through your program so we can just be real again. Just take off the mask and just be real, right? Which was great. I'm like, don't worry. I got you. We'll take care of you. I'll put a ring on it. Boom. So that's number five is a desire to disconnect and be alone and avoid small talk. That's a sign that you're moving towards healing, moving towards a spiritual awakening, which is uncomfortable. Would you agree? Would you agree that it's uncomfortable? Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. This is what I tell my clients before they're starting. I mean, do you realize that this is not like counseling? That I'm not just going to sit there and blow sunshine up your ass? And I'm not just going to agree with you? Do you, here's the great, great one. Do you permit me to call you out? As long as I'm not brutal, do you, in, 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 do you, empower me to call you out most of them say yes however one of them just recently gave me permission said yes but her ego is taking over and she's like not having it anymore and so that that gets difficult because 
when you're coaching somebody, they're hiring you and they are empowering you to call them out. But their ego, but the problem is the biggest obstacle is the ego. So when you say something that triggers them, their ego to go off, they defend themselves, not realizing that I'm not trying to be right. I'm just trying to help you. You know, it's like that's that's incredibly frustrating. As you have to make sure that you empower somebody who's guiding you that you're not just asking for somebody to agree with you and to make you feel good like make you like like placate or cater to you that you're hiring somebody to do the opposite as long as they're not cruel to you to do the opposite and just hold a mirror it's like dude how's that been working out for you you know, that kind of relationship, someone who's got your back, who's not just going to agree with you. That is that is a true test. That is a true, um, that's the kind of guidance that you're looking for, okay? And number six, number six sign that you are having a spiritual awakening. Number six is the harsh, real, harsh realization that unconscious patterns have been reenacted within your family. You're looking around and you're like, oh shit, I'm just like my mother. I'm, I'm parenting right now the way that I said that I never would. Ugh. I'm, I am just like my mom and dad. The gentleman that I just spoke to today, who just jumped in, he said, I can't. He was like in a lot of pain when he was saying this. He's like, I just realized this is exactly like the dynamic in my wife have is pretty much showing up exactly the way her parents were. So that's actually, this is what inspired me to do this, is that that's sign number six. When you are starting to realize, and it hurts, that you're living out unconscious patterns that are reenactments from within your family from the past, that's a bit of a mindfuck. That's a spiritual awakening this is actually a good thing if you're willing to sit with the discomfort now your biggest obstacle is when this comes up it's so uncomfortable your ego is going to want to retreat and say I don't want to go there maybe I'll go do uh, hypnotherapy maybe I'll just do crystal healing maybe I'll just go to a retreat for a week in an ashram these are all useful things I'm just telling you you can't keep hiding from yourself you can't keep hiding from your discomfort you spiritually bypassing, thinking that's the work. The work is to lean into these discomforts, to do it scared, to do it uncomfortably, to be your spiritual growth actually happens not in comfort. It happens during discomfort. Your relationship with discomfort is your foundation within spirituality. Okay, it's, it's not when things are going great and everyone's telling me how wonderful I am that that's where I spiritually grow. It's when things are not comfortable around me, do I have the capacity and the will and the resilience to be able to regulate internally regardless of what's happening around me? And this awakening starts to happen when you feel of those six things, the confusion, is this life all there is? A feeling of disconnection from your friends and family who don't get you because you're disconnected from yourself and you realize that. An awareness that you've been this false bullshit mask persona bullshit self just so that you can get people to like you. That's a huge one that I had to go through and it's 
terrifying and it's shameful. It's like, ugh, right? Next one is an awareness, uh, a knowing that your ego voice in your head is what's causing you suffering rather than my, my mother. Oh, it's all my mother's fault. You realize your mother had her own shit spiritual awakening to do. You were dynamically entangled to be raised by her so that you could learn the lessons that you're le learning and the realization that she isn't responsible to take away the voices in your head. She was part of implanting the voices in your head, which her mother and her father were, uh, were responsible for implanting the voices in her head. And so now is the time to break the cycle. That's it. <laughs> now is the time for you to go, oh shit. Those voices are causing, creating my suffering. I'm going to do something about it. Number four uh, is knowing that your ego, number five is the desire to disconnect, be alone, and avoid small talk. And number six is the harsh realization that your unconscious patterns have been reenacted within family dynamic. And the realization really to step it up and break the cycle is very important. For relief after healing is like nothing else I've ever experienced. Thank you, Yanni. Yanni, you are a great example. You got so uncomfortable. You reached out to me last year. Chaos all around your life. And I said, are this? And you came and you showed up. And oh, the relief of overcoming those stories. Amazing. Rebecca says, I'm having this heaps. Oh, you're from, Rebecca, I can tell you're from, um, you're from Australia, aren't you? You use the word heaps. Uh, I'm noticing in so many relationships shit wait Valerie ooh yeah, yeah yeah we start on we start tomorrow Valerie and then after Valerie you're going to decide what's what's next we have different options for you after tomorrow's breathwork session by the way I'm going to put the link in for those of you who are joining us like we have like m more than 40 people around the world that are joining us to do this inner child work to continue on your spiritual evolution on that journey that's yours to walk along with us as guides to go in and reconnect once again if you've only done it once great once again with your energy we're gonna start with a meditation where you're gonna connect with her or him and it's weird when you do because they're not quite happy to see you often first of all and sometimes they're really excited and so it's just like an emotional day tomorrow for those of you joining us I really can't wait it's 5 a.m. early in the morning for you Aussies but it's in the afternoon here in Vancouver uh, and uh, what we do is a three-hour event where we start with an inner child meditation and then I, I go into the concept of the inner child why is it so important why is it that everything you do uh, will only get you so far unless you reconnect with yourself Everything you do, every counselor, everything you do will not be complete until you be the hero and return back home to the younger part of you you dissociated from. This is the next level, is the missing piece. And I'm absolutely confident about it because we've had people over the last four months, people who attended our events, uh, men actually, I can count three men in three events who had their suicides planned before the event and they were dragged in kicking and screaming by their partners they didn't want to go and after those events completely their lives completely turned around it was it's pretty powerful I 
it's an absolute honor for me to facilitate that. Now, you've understood, if you just jumped on, welcome, make sure you rewind and hear the six signs that you're having a spiritual awakening. But what about six signs that you're actually healing? Would you like to, would you like to learn what that feels like? Here's what it, here's what it feels like. Okay, so when you are healed and you start taking on the work, and the work is first somatically. If you've just been doing cognitive work, that's great. It's just incomplete. That's the 20%. I'm not saying not to do it. I'm saying to do it after you've first done the 80%, which is the somatic-based, body-based healing, which is pretty much called the trigger-proof toolkit, which is what we teach our clients, and I'm trying to drip the content in each um, each one of our uh, trigger proof transmissions I'm trying to drip it in so that you can really get a, a felt sense for it but once you do all of a sudden things start to change and you're healing from those traumas and here's what it starts to feel like number one sign that you're healing is that you start to create what's called emotional resilience and capacity in other words the things that would set you off before that you didn't have a toleration for you're now able to handle like Shamila for example I don't know if you're still on but Shamila had a restraining order on her ex-husband before she started working with us there was violence it was really ugly and for seven years there was no contact except an email she didn't feel safe once she did her emotional resilience expanded and through her choice went through the legal thing and it wasn't my coaching she did it she took it upon herself and she dropped that restraining order and they have a very respectful co-parenting uh, relationship now uh, they're, they're divorced but they're not at war anymore and her anxiety is completely gone that's the one sign that you're healing is that your emotional resilience is greater you're able to tolerate more and one of the most amazing things i get to see is that the clients that we work with who come to our programs and who show up regularly um, they say this covid pandemic has been really rough but they're a lot better than they thought they'd be like or they're actually thriving in this time that there's feel more connected to their partners they are using this as an opportunity to teach and connect with their children it's really beautiful they're like this covid thing isn't a, a big deal i'm i'm not working but i'm still in the game i'm still healing i'm still doing the work and that's because their emotion is greater that's the sign number one number two a sign that you're healing is you start to have this clear path like this fog of who am I what am I here to do starts to, to starts to fade and you start to see this clear path towards your true calling and life purpose this reminds me of one of a clients named D who started off in a separation relationship crisis didn't know who she was was constantly anxious and then we started helping her heal her traumas and all of a sudden within her three-month program all of a sudden she's like I now know what I'm here to do she enrolled herself without any coaching or anyone telling her what to do she uh, enrolled herself in a nursing program and now is a nurse she's like I love what I do this is my calling and purpose you've been listening to the trigger proof podcast 
designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world, which is nervous system regulation. Becoming trigger-proof doesn't mean trigger-less. It means learning how to regulate ourselves to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds. Anytime there's reactivity, there's a wound. And if you're curious and inspired to learn more, join us at Breathwork and Badassery or the Overview Experience. And a combination of both actually helps you do the work. There's a difference between listening to a podcast and actually showing up live and doing the work with a badass community who's all about breaking cycles of intergenerational trauma. It didn't start with you, but it can end with you if you're willing to do the work. See you at the next perfect time. Purpose, But because of all of those traumas, she couldn't really see or feel them. Is, is, can, you, can you take care of Georgia? Thank you. No problem. Number three. Sorry, I just want to, or, or maybe even close the door. Yeah. Um, number three, this is a sign of healing. Number one is high levels of emotional resilience. Number two, clear path to your calling or life purpose. Number three sign that you're healing is empathy and compassion and awareness for why people behave in ways that they do. Okay, I remember there was one woman on our overview experience who's suffered a lot of trauma and hasn't really done healing work. Like she's gone to counseling and therapist, she's gone to therapist for years, but she still didn't do the deeper work. And she keeps saying, why do people behave the way they do? It's inexcusable, the word she would use very like theatrically, it's inexcusable. And that's a sign that you haven't really done your healing of your own trauma. Because when you do, all of a sudden you have actual empathy and compassion. You don't, it doesn't mean that you have like sympathy for people and you can justify bad behavior. But let me give you an example. I'm walking through the streets and I see cars that are uh, broken into, right? And I'm just walking by and I'm like, oh, that sucks. And before I'd be like, these assholes, these thieves, what are they doing, right? But after I've done my healing work, I'm like, fuck, imagine where you would have to be in your life to resort to stealing shit from the front seat of people's cars. Like where you'd have to be, what level of scarcity, what level of desperation, what level of I have no other, like where you'd have to be mentally. In other words, I have empathy and compassion for people, even if they broke into my own car, which I'm not saying everyone should, I'm just saying, fuck of victim to it. In other words, I understand because I've done my own work. And once you've done your own work, you'll start to notice when you see people reacting and responding before you'd play victim to it. Now you're just like, I get why they behave and respond the way they do. That's one of the signs that you're healing. Let me know if any of this resonates with you. Okay. Hey, Charlotte, what's up? Yes, my emotional resilience is greater. That's me now. Yes, it is you right now. I was thinking of you when we said it. That was you. You are able to do that. So here's another sign you're healing. Number four is the ability to act beyond 
your false conditioned self that's in survival mode. Okay? And Yvonne, this is a great example. Yvonne is ha is, is, has two kids who are like in their 20s, like an 18, 19 year old son and a 26 year old daughter who themselves are struggling with this COVID thing. And Yvonne is noticing that she's acting instead of reacting, which she would usually do. She's catching herself and she's acting beyond this false conditioned reaction self that's always in survival mode. She's able to regulate. She's acting beyond that stuff. She's acting from a place of resource rather than just this false conditioned self. That's, excuse me, one of the telltale signs that you're healing. And this is what happens when you commit to connecting with yourself, the practices, healing from your past traumas, mastering your trigger box tool, trigger proof toolkit, Okay, that's number four. So let me let me recap them. One, sign that your healing is a high level of emotional resilience. Number two is a clear path towards your calling. You're like a clearer. You're like, oh my gosh, this is where I'm supposed to go. It's not there yet, but I have the path. Like the next move is there. That's a sign you're healing. Number three is you start to have empathy and compassion and awareness for why people behave the way they do. And number four is ability to act beyond your false condition self is to take action rather than react from a place of survival mode. You're checking yourself. You're like, ah, there it is. Ah, there, that's what I normally would do, but I was able to catch myself. That's my normal condition response. In other words, this, the space between stimulus and response is now expanding. That's a sign that you are healing. Keep fucking going. It doesn't stop. You just keep getting better. And you keep attracting challenges that which you now are able to emotionally regulate through. Welcome to the truth of life. Number five, a sign that you're healing from your traumas. Number five is you start to have more humor. You start to have more joy and play and creativity. Because when you are holding on to a long-standing trauma or a complaint, you've completely lost your humor. You are a humorous, playful self that you completely lose because you're, you have unhealed wounds. This is your work to do. This is critical so that you can return back to the fun, humorous, playful self that you are. And if, if you're doing this healing work, you start realizing that that starts to come back the old mojo is starting to come back. This is what our clients get to see. We get to see this every day in our community, people sharing in the group calls, look, this is what's coming back. This free state that I've been in, it's dissolving and my playful, fun, like little, little shit, playful little shit part of you, which is part of your inner child, is actually coming through. That's who you are. That's, that's, what's what's available to you right right uh, uh several times okay where is the line responsibility to others for example we are in a grocery store required to wear masks for each other but one believes they can make a separate choice and don't wear one that's what i judge how to stop ah good one mm. you're one of those people <laughs> you're one of those people <laughs> valerie because i don't wear them and so people will come up 
to me and go, how could you not wear one? And I'm like, I totally understand why you would feel that way. And what that is, Valerie, is an unhealed wound within you that doesn't feel uh, like there's a justice. That's not fair, okay? When you act that way, you'll say, oh, your ego will say, no, this is for the greater good. But your younger part of you feels like this is not fair. Maybe you're a sibling, Valerie. Maybe you are an older sister or a younger sister that didn't get her fair deal. And so, why does she get to do it, but I don't? That's like your younger self. I'm not saying you specifically because I don't know you. I'm just saying this is what, what you can expect. So this is from an unresolved wound with yourself. Because you just triggered, that's not you. That's your eight-year-old self, right? And so... I can see that, I can judge, I can see that, I can notice myself, but I'm able to see that that's my younger self rather than actually like uh, reacting to that person. I'm able to, to spot it, right? So I'm not saying not to do it. I'm just saying it's wise for you to know where your trigger is coming from. You act the way that you want. If that keeps bothering you, you're supposed to wear masks. Mommy and daddy told us. Mom and dad told us to wear masks. And how, how come I have to, but you don't get to do it? That's not fair. Okay? And I'm not trying to make fun of you. I'm not trying to be facetious. I'm just trying to illustrate that your triggers, that's not the awakened inner like leader within you thinking that. You're basically playing a victim. To somebody else not wearing a mask, you're making it mean something about you. That's... That's an unconscious wound. You just got knocked back to a childhood wound when you acted that way. Perfect. Youngest of seven. There you go. Why do they get to do it? Youngest of seven. That's exactly. How come? What about me? That's really what's going on. <laughs> how to stop. Ah, how to stop. That's another question. It's a conditioning. Tomorrow you're coming to the workshop we're going to go into reconnecting with that younger part of you. So you're going to learn how to stop by consistently filling the cracks in the floorboard and giving that younger part of you that you've abandoned consistent empathy. That's it. Over time. That is probably the most powerful personal development tool that you can do. Tomorrow you're going to get an inkling of where to begin. And then if you're inspired to jump on a call with me afterwards, I'll show you how to do that. But people are understanding and they're seeing their triggers everywhere the mask thing is just it's not about the mask it's about you as the youngest of seven does that make sense but the sign that you're healing is that your humor and joy and playfulness come through for example once you start doing this work Valerie you'll see that person wearing not wearing a mask and you're wearing a mask you'll walk up to them and you'll be able to say hey you know what I'm really normally this would really bother me and this is bringing up some old wounding in me but you make your own decisions right now the story I'm making is that this isn't fair but I realize that I'm just being a fucking seven-year-old right now or a five-year-old I'm being the little kid that's not considered and I, I just I just want to call that out that's your playful side coming out that's the result of work you're able to see the trigger spot the trigger and not be the trigger okay and number six the sixth sign that you've been doing the healing, signs that you're finally healing, number six is an awareness of your spiritual side, like your conscious awareness, okay? It's a peaceful knowing that you're part of a divine, you're a divine part of an interconnected world, 
That's a sign that you're healing. You see yourself in other people. Whereas the people who have a lot of healing to do really stuck. And I keep thinking of this one client that, that I've been really having a challenge with. And she's in a really rough place. She's, she, is, she is far from healed. She is needing some deep healing. And the world that she lives in is everybody's out to get me. She's at war everywhere. Every week there's a new war in her life. Okay? That it's an us versus them. And because the hormones are stressed there, it's kind of like the self-protection mechanism comes up because you feel that you're being attacked everywhere. Even though the war that's happening is not out there, it's happening within, within her. She keeps attracting more and more wars. But once you've been doing your healing and you've done the work, all of a sudden you feel, you don't feel this separation. Wherever I go in the planet, I feel like I'm going home. That's why I have this picture up because we are in this. You and I are not separate. Our experiences are separate. Our experiences because of what we've been through. My traumas are different than your traumas. Your behavior is because of these traumas. And for me to then, the goal is when you do your healing work, you start seeing that we're all in this together. We stop playing victim to other people. And the whole experience of life starts to transform. And the 18,000 days, calculate it, let's say 95 minus your current age, okay, 95, let's say 100, let's say you live to be 100, minus your current age, equals whatever that is times 365 okay so that's how many days you have left and when you take on the healing work and make it a priority your experience your felt sense experience of these 18 17 16,000 19,000 days 25,000 days that you have left start to change you start to create secure attachments because now you feel safety and security inside. And as within, so is without. And you can't change that outer world unless you heal the inner world. And that's what this whole community is about. And I'm here to guide you along that path. I'm not your hero. I'm your guide. And I love this conversation. So this, I hope, was valuable to you. Six signs that you're having a spiritual awakening and yet six signs that you're actually healing. Where are you at? I'm curious. Where are you at? What would you be wise to work on? And send me a DM letting me know what came up for you or just write in the comments section what station. Um, really, damn, really. really. Yes, Valerie, thanks for being open to the, to the coaching and the feedback. If you show up and engage with me, I'll tell you the truth as I see it if you're willing to handle the truth. <laughs> you can handle the truth. Tomorrow, I'm really excited to be guiding you to that. If you haven't signed up yet, it's not too late. We'd love to have you. It's a three-hour workshop, one hour, like some, uh, some basic background info. So there's going to be a lot of sharing going to do an inner child meditation that leads us in to a beautiful one-hour breath work where you're going to learn how to breathe, the most important tool for self-regulation. You're going to learn how to master it so that you can practice it yourself. And um, yeah, there'll be 
opportunities to share and continue to deepen your practice on healing because it's a journey to make yourself whole and it's the most important journey that you're considering and nobody's going to do it for you and it's not in the for and it's not in the hands of a counselor and if you don't don't experience of life is is shit how do you want the remaining 18,000 20,000 15,000 years to be on your plan on the planet how uh, di- 50,000 days excuse me how do you want those days to be all depends on your relationship within yourself so tomorrow we go into deepening that I'll leave the comment leave the link in the comments it's only 10 bucks and uh, it's way over delivering in the value I just want to make it accessible to everyone and introduce as many people to this work as possible because it's a self-healing journey and I love teaching it lo and behold thank you hopefully that was um, had some tears here it's not fair some grief still lingering ah beautiful we're in this uniform to learn emotions is not out there it's in here see you tomorrow Rebecca make sure those of you coming tomorrow make sure you have a comfortable bed or a, a, a something on the floor you're gonna have your headphones because there's gonna be music I'm gonna be guiding you uh, into it and um, have like a, a glass of water you also want to bring um, what is it a chapstick because it might get dry depending on where you are in the world so water chapstick don't eat before you're going to be starving afterwards but don't eat before and uh, I really look forward to guiding you guys through it link is in the comments if you're not already joining us yet see you next perfect